Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Six Rings. The dynasty continues. And football things. The X, the Z, vertical routes. I love football, man. With your host, Andy Hart. Well, Andy Hart is a football genius. I'm not going to pretend I sit down and watch the All-22. Next question, Andy Hart, please. Nick Fitzy Stevens. Is that Fitzy with you this morning? Absolutely not, Fitzy. This just in, I'm dead inside. And Chris Shine. Derek Carr, however, is a guy I would ride tonight. I think Matt Patricia's a boob. Once again, back to another exciting Six Rings podcast with Nick Fitzy Stevens, Chris Shime Time Shime, and myself, Andy Hart. And Fitzy promises to have his optimistic hope because the Patriots are back on the fields of Foxborough, fresh off our first day of media access to OTAs, which means we're talking about nothing other than Fitzy, the coaching staff, and their roles, of course. Andy, for the... Uh... Super fan out there who feels like they know everything but still lacks a little bit of the situational football knowledge or encyclopedic gridiron brilliance that we possess as a hive mind here on Six Rings. What does OTA stand for again? Organized team activities and what they essentially are well would you tell me then please why everybody wasn't there because it's an organized (laughs) team activity not an optional team activity but it's organized on a voluntary basis by the voters volunteer voluntary and not until june's veteran mandatory mini camp are players required to be in attendance so yes you had a list of players that were not in attendance and it's their right and i forget exactly how bill belichick uh phrased it when he did his pre-practice press conference but he said the guys that are here are working hard, and I'm sure the guys that aren't here are working hard, kind of, as he trailed off. Um, and there is a group of players, including key defensive veterans, Matthew Judon, Adrian Phillips, Lawrence Guy, who weren't at practice. Now, I don't think any of us is going to freak out over those three names, personally. Um, I think they have pretty good reputations as leaders, veterans, hard workers, performers. Um, they may even have very... Uh, personal and reasonable reasons for not being there um but the talk as i started virtually the entirety of bill belichick's press conference 
And then when I watched ESPN, both Sports Center and First Take, they were fixated on how Bill Belichick is handling questions about his offensive coaching staff, which we've done prior podcasts on. Joe Judge, former special teams coach, is the quarterback's coach. He's indeed with Mac Jones when we look out there. Ugh. All right. All right. Let's just wait until we get to the how yeah. do you feel about God. Sorry. Shime. Sorry. Sorry. It's just it's, it's like an involuntary reaction, guys. It just happens. I'm sorry. It's, boy, it's like Pavlovian at this point. Yeah. Like you he touched hear, his little, you hear little Joe thing. Judge and it's just yeah, gag, gag reflex. Yep. hundred percent. Um, you know, he's anorexic. Can you can you see? See, he's anorexic. He's, he's got a bit of a weight problem. Um, so, see, Joe Judge. No, we don't need to make that in. We're already into Will insults. No one has even, honestly. Oh, don't call me Gresh. Uh, so, Joe Judge is the quarterback's coach. He's working with Mac Jones, Matt Patricia, the offensive line coach. Bill Belichick uh, pretty much deflected any questions about needing to name a play caller. Um, I, for example, I asked him a series of questions that had very quick responses from Bill Belichick. Do you think you need to give whichever guy is the play caller a chance to prepare for that role in training camp and preseason action, blah, blah, blah? And he said, yes, sure. And then I said, do you have a date in mind when you might tell that guy when that will be? And he said, no. <laughs> so, Perfect. Okay, Sounds about good right. Talk, Bill. We're going to move on now. Um, there was a funny exchange with Phil Perry, our buddy from uh, NBC Sports Boston, the senator, where he asked about play calling right now. And Bill was like, what do you mean? Mini camp play calling? And yeah, what, are call, like, what are we going to call mini camp plays? Well, pretty much, yeah. Every time an offense is on the field, somebody needs to tell the 11 guys what to do. They can't all just go out there. Is this jazz? We're just going to just make it up as we go along? We're like, yes. Yes, Andy. That's really what it feels like. like, like right now, it feels like the New England Patriots are doing session jazz offense. And they're just sort of like trying to figure out like who's going to be the rhythm section, who's going to take lead, uh, who's going to be the star and who's like and they're and the biggest and the craziest thing, really, I should say, rather, is that they're switching instruments. Like usually, you know, like there are some people that have the ability to just play everything up and down the woodwind family, percussion, strings, etc. But at this point, the Patriots are just kind of like, all right, on in this round, you be on drums. I'll be on the Hammond keyboard. You get the upright bass. It's like a cosmic gumbo. It moves to the beat of jazz. Honest to God, like, am I am I watching the Patriots prepare for the 2022 season, or am I at a friggin' fish concert? What are we doing? <laughs> Here's where I, I, you've already gone off your uh, Patriots no, superfan Andy, positivity I'll mode. There was negativity. Know, I, Andy, I was a little disappointed to start the week because I saw that USA Today article that I helped blog for WEI.com about the Patriots only finishing third in terms of obnoxious fan bases in all of American professional sports. I'm a little disappointed. We used to be the best at everything, and now we're only the third most obnoxious in the country. Well, so you can tell, I, obviously, there's a bird in my saddle and a little bit of a red eye. I got a chapped ass. That said... I'm going to I'm going to go right back into my lane because I'm not nearly as worried as you are after yesterday's Oda's. OK, well, so I, I want to say observing practice, which is all we could really do after Bill wouldn't really add much insight to the roles and the play calling. There was definitely a lot of time spent with Joe Judge and Mac Jones and Mac Jones going to Joe Judge, then going to the huddle, them sort of running plays. There were some opportunities where Matt Patricia was involved in that process. And then later in practice. There were some times when Bill Belichick was the guy that the quarterback was running over to and back to the huddle. Kind of like high school football. You watch those games where the quarterback runs off for every play to the head coach, comes back on. So Bill was involved with that process. And it got me thinking. 
We took some heat for saying Bill Belichick is spitting in the face of specialization. Is that how yep. you want me to say it? Correct. Not specialization. Special, uh, specialization. Specialization. That's a theory, and I still don't totally poo-poo that entire discussion we had in that podcast that people can go back and get on Spotify or the Odyssey app if they want to update themselves on that conversation. But maybe we missed the point. Maybe he's not spitting his face in the wind of specialization. Maybe he's embracing specialization more than we could ever think. Chris Scheim uh, please is giving me, All right, giving go, me yeah, no, go, As they say, go on. <laughs> so is it possible, given some of what we saw yesterday, which may fall in line with this thinking, that the Patriots actually have a, much like many college football teams, a run game coordinator named Matt Patricia and a pass game coordinator named Joe Judge and that it will be overseen on some level by, I'm guessing, Bill Belichick mm. because the one name I knew need to eliminate somewhat based on one day of observation of the practice field, unfortunately, was my guy, <laughs> Nick Cayley, oh. who, who appears to just be the tight ends coach. He was like off on the sideline with his guys, like sending them in, sending them out, but not really uh, – overly involved on a more uh full scale level so shine yes you've seen it right i mean i think one <laughs> of the better examples is often i'm pretty sure the rams under sean McVay, who is the head coach and play caller we do yep. need to say that often have a passing game coordinator and a running game correct uh mike mcdaniel the offensive coordinator in uh new york for the jets was the pass game coordinator for Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco. Right. Shanahan's another place where they do mm -hmm. this. Now, again, that's a head coach who's a former offensive coordinator. You don't have that here in New England. You no, have you a head coach who's been a head coach for forever yep. and was last a defensive coordinator way back in the day. But I do think it's interesting that it could unfold this way. I still don't exactly know what the, the technical execution would be on game day, how play calls would be done, but... I'm starting to wonder if that is the format that they are using, the, so the run-game, pass-game coordinator format. I would respond first with a question. Uh -oh. uh, All right, so crazy. Who is who is calling the plays, though? So that's fine. You have a pass-game coordinator in Joe Judge and a, and a run-game coordinator in Matt Patricia. Who is calling the plays? The play caller. Uh, all right. Is, the, is it, in this hypothetical, is it one of those two guys? I don't know. Or is it Bill Belichick? I, I'm tend I'm tending to think it's going to be more Bill Belichick than it's going to be Nick Cayley, Joe Judge, uh, Joe Jonas, uh, Matt Patricia, or anyone. Of so those here's names. my uh, you know naturally expected negative comment. Oh um, if you, I'm going to use a hockey uh, turn of phrase here and say if you have two goalies, you have no goalie. Well, yeah, that works in all of sports. You got two shortstops, you got none. You got two yes, quarterbacks, you got none. If you got, you got two, a closer by got, committee, you have no closer. Right? If you got you two got offensive three hosts coordinators, for a podcast, you have none. If you have two offensive coordinators, you have none. And if that's the case, you're flat out screwed. Even worse than if it was just Joe Judge. I this is it's so dumb. This is so stupid to me. I don't understand it. Belichick is a smart guy. He's proven for John, years. The best. But why does it I have to be going to have like some analytical on, adjective? And you go, it's so <laughs> yeah. dumb. It's you were searching for a ten dollar yes. word, it's... and all you found, well, all you found, was a nickel insult. Shine. Yeah, why does it have stupid. to be dumb? Why does it have to be stupid? Why because can't it be it puzzling makes... or curious or because odd? it's none of those things. It is no. It's it is it is it is not Huge. odd. It Unique. is neither. 
It is neither not, It is neither odd, progressive, obscure. nor obscure. In Jeez. fact, it is flat out stupidity. You don't know is. that. Wait, I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna pump I the brake there. Because until it's executed, mm -hmm. you can't call it flat out stupid. When when has when, okay, so here's here's the thing. If Joe Judge is calling the plays. You know they didn't slice bread until like the last 70 years? That's fine. Stupid. Uh if Joe Judge is calling plays. Uh, you're in horrible shape because you have a guy who's, first of all, never called plays, you don't calling know plays, and a guy whose offense was the worst offense in football for two straight years. So you have that guy, or mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you have Matt Patricia, who, to his credit, has some experience coaching offensive linemen. I, I, I get that's the best I can say. Still, also, never called offensive plays. And then you have Bill Belichick, mm -hmm. who. Uh, his, as we all know, the greatest coach to have ever lived. And so. what has he not done? Called offensive plays. So, ultimately, at any point in time, any of those three gentlemen will then call offensive plays, and it is stupid. Because How none of them have ever done it before. So, and to do that, so the to Dolph a no, wait, 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 time hold out, on, time hold out. on, let me finish. Time out, time let me out. Just finish. The Dolphins are porked? Why? Because Mike McDaniel, uh, Mike McDaniel has call come plays. This, the first play he'll call will be the first play he calls. Kyle Shanahan called the plays. It's become quite a trend in the NFL where guys who didn't call plays get jobs mm -hmm. where they're going to call plays. So Hence why Kyle I called Shanahan. it progressive because Belichick may be, and considering the personnel they have, and we'll get into that in a little bit uh, as, as well, boys, this may be Belichick not only kind of going with what works or what is au courant or the trend in the NFL these days, Shime, this may be him sort of, shall we say, steering the offense toward what his personnel does best having Which like is, what just sit there and run the football. That's it. That's they're just going to sit so there and run the football in, in a league That's where it. passing is body game. left. You're just going right. to lose. Like oh. you're just so, not going to be able to keep up. So who but, said they can't pass? Like, where did that come from? Well, no, no, no. I'm just uh, Fitzy just said that they're going to do what their personnel is dictating, which sure. I asked is run the football. They said, he said, yes. No, so the they're field. going to get out in space and be more unpredictable. Spread the field. How can you be unpredictable without playmakers? Who said they don't have playmakers? Who said they don't have what? We have been saying that. Wow. We have been. Have we have no, been no. roasting they don't them have for not having great playmakers. This is no, no. disappointing. I'm, they, I'm the comment section now. Get this guy Shime off. Oh, please. <laughs> well, they don't have elite playmakers. That's true. They don't have an all-pro anything. That's a fact. Yep. They may not have a Pro Bowl anything, but they do, they're not incapable of making plays. I think there will be a lot of pressure on Mac Jones to utilize his complementary talents at a high level, but I'm sorry. They have some guys that can make some plays. Like we're yeah, making make a couple plays, but they don't have they don't have a guy when the chips are down and it's third and twelve and you need a first down. Who are you going to? So you go home? Is that how that no, works? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you are limiting the possible creativity of an offense by putting guys who are inexperienced at creating a great offense in charge of the offense. So who and are you so going to put? Thus, no, no, no. Time out. Who are you going to put in place that's capable of making chicken salad out of chicken bleep that you're describing? I mean, so there was a free agent out there who happened to be the architect of the greatest college offense of all time in Joe Brady, and he Why just was went he and the team. Why was he available? Because uh, Matt Rule Matt didn't Rule's give him an effing quarterback. Matt, Matt but he got canned, right? He's yeah. so great that he got canned. According to Matt Rule, he got canned because it was to the benefit of Joe Brady to go search out other opportunities. Sure, he canned him. If Joe wait, did, Brady was wait, so did, great, they were rolling, he'd be in Carolina. 
Did Matt Rule realize that he was standing aboard a ship that was on fire and sinking and said, go, go be free? Okay. You want to know what else you could have done? Could have gone out and got Bill O'Brien. But you didn't Maybe. because Belichick was like, nah, I don't want to do that to Nick Sa my buddy right. Nick Saban. Right. Or he wouldn't let him out of his contract. Like, we don't know. We don't know the exact details. My point is, yes, there are names you can throw out there. Yeah. But they're all going to be question marks. Uh, Shine, okay, Shine, the, the, here's one thing the Patriots do consistently, aside from infuriate you and or, quote, do stupid things. <laughs> the Patriots <laughs> stick to things that have worked for that. Bill Belichick is such a traditionalist. This man does not order off menu. Like, he, he gets what he gets. He uses what he uses, and he knows what he knows. And by bringing in Matt Patricia bringing back Matt Patricia and especially bringing back Joe judge. He's bringing in a bunch of guys that he thinks can in this sort of hyper specialized way, as Andy has been detailing for us, or at least tried to before you just brought on that tsunami of negativity moments ago Somebody's that can it. basically help him further develop and evolve the offense that he's been working with and around for 20 some odd years in the Patriot system. I but listen, I don't think I would have preferred an offense. Like that's the, that's the major issue. Like when have they indicated to you that they've ever in any situation in its entire, in, in history indicated to you that they can evolve and elevate an offense, especially Joe judge. I'll be the, I'll oh, be the first one the to Patriots. These, or these no, coaches no, 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 I'm these talking coaches, specifically Andy. about Joe judge and Matt Patricia. Well, they haven't. So they Bingo. haven't, they just, ha nor has, nor has Joe Brady at the NFL level, nor has Nick Cayley. Like there could be more. Nor has Ken Dorsey. Right. Nor has Mike McDaniel could fall flat on his effing face in Miami, and everybody sure. thinks he's the oh, hottest thing fingers around. Fingers crossed. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Come on. I, I'm like, there's unknown just, involved with promotions and job changes and title. Like that's just the reality. That's the fine. The Greg Hill show could have fallen off the wheels when you took over the producing duties. Correct? It didn't. Nope. You're good. You did the job. No yeah. one knew for sure. But this, but this is the thing. I had experience doing the job. Joe Judge and Matt Patricia do not have experience doing this job. Correct. But I, doesn't Bill Belichick wrong. believe I, that they have NFL coaching experience and thereby they will be able to apply their professional level coaching experience and the familiarity they have with plays being called into this new – Shime into me, this new offense, and I get it. It's weird for all of us. Is this is something like we're all just either going to have to get on board and embrace it, or we're going to be miserable all year. And this is coming from a guy. Admittedly, I wanted nothing more. I wanted a big old slice of bob. I wanted my Bob. I wanted my Billy O'Brien back because I thought he would have been perfect for Mac Jones, considering how familiar they both were with the offense that Mac succeeded with, and then taught to Billy O'Brien. But here we are, Shime. I Why not need, embrace so, what the positives that can come from it as opposed so, to just constantly crapping all over it? Well, so because I don't see any positives to it. So I need here's here's what I need. I need someone to give me legitimate reasons why there are positivity outside of, well, Belichick's a great coach. So we're going to we're going to rely on his resume and we've never seen it before. If you can give me legitimate reasons why this is a good idea outside of those two not good answers, I would be happy to oblige. Because they're going to evolve an offense that some people believe grew stale under Josh McDaniels. That Who's evolving an offense? The coaches, including Bill Belichick, the greatest of all time. So two guys without offensive coaching experience are going to evolve an offense when, as head coaches, one of their offenses was the worst in the league not once but two years in a row, and another one couldn't win to save his life when he inherited a 9-17. and 17. 
Yeah, I, I didn't say okay. there. So again, not so a why, good reason. So why try new things? Why I, ever I, I, hire people? Try I am new into things. Trying new things. Yeah, that's, no, that's it. That, no, that's what you're this getting at. Good. Same thing. I, I don't like really like this. I'm going to order it anyway. No, go ahead. I love trying new things. It's one of the reasons I enjoy Kyle Shanahan. I think he's very innovative. I enjoy trying new all things. the way till the end until he chokes on it. Coach in How, the history of sports. However, How, how's Trey Lance doing? Kyle Shanahan's chosen one. Oh my God! Well, no, it, I'm just asking. The Gato football it, 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 that it, it, you put all played. your eggs He in. was a rookie last year. He's barely played. Who picked him? Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. Who? Yeah. Oh, so so now it's going to be John Lynch's fault? I didn't say that. I said they both picked him, didn't I? I included his name, and that has think, nothing to do with the conversation. All I no, said was, as an he offensive to coordinator, things. I'm not saying he's a good GM, things, Andy. This has stuff. nothing to do with his general managership. It completely no, is only about the being an offensive is, coordinator. He decided he wanted to change things. You think he's a great coach with a great track coach, record? Coach, not GM. I think he is a very innovative offensive coach. Is exactly what I said. That's okay. why I enjoy him. Except I he can't win unless Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback, and he can't win with his chosen one because he won't even put his chosen. He got one to the, the freaking Super Bowl, with Jimmy Garoppolo. No, who, oh, that's my no, that's my point. Jimmy wins. Shanahan doesn't. Oh my, yes. So Jimmy wins, but can't complete that one pass that would have won them the game. Got it. Yes. Okay, got it. I mean, the facts are the Makes facts. Sense. Shanahan's record with Jimmy and without Jimmy are facts, correct? That's fine. Okay. Okay. So, and C.J. Beathard. And that would like also be most... my argument for Joe Judge in New York. I'm not a Joe Judge defender or fan. How talented you think the Giants are? Uh, they were more, they have more offense. They had more offensive talent than the New England Patriots. Uh, Is their quarterback uh, any good? I don't know the answer. Doing? I'm just I, asking a question. I mean, he's not that much worse than Mac Jones. Yeah, I don't know that. I, I don't know the answer. My point is, talent matters too. I think that's yes. going to be a big factor for these New England Patriots. I think this is a little bit of a Belichick smokescreen. Let's get everybody talking about the coaching staff so they don't break down the roster and the talent that's available. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think the roster is very good either. I've been saying that all. I mean, I've been parroting those things for weeks now, like months. Like, it's not joy. new. I it's just like what I don't do like people are Tell trying to not. hey no no let's do it let's do a quick I know this segment's coming to a, a bit of an end I don't yes. even know if Shine oh lost no it. what a yeah, bummer Shine can I get you to say real quick just yep. off the top of your head three things nice about the New England Patriots football team sure um, I really like David Andrews. I think he's an exceptional center. <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys um, about the time I, I think... spoke to David Andrews at the draft? Yeah, stop it! <laughs> it's a call. Really, it's a callback, Andy. You I dummy. Love, I love the tandem of running backs. Um, and <laughs> struggling. Struggling. <laughs> uh, uh, I I really like uh, some of the safeties they have. I love the combination of some guys of like the safeties. A- yes, I like the combination oh. of guys like Adrian Phillips and Kyle Duggar. Those are three nice things. That's the best wow. you're gonna get out of me. Like, you didn't not... even pick the easy ones. I mean, it's like pretty superficial and simple to say they have the greatest coach of all time and they have a Pro oh, yeah. Bowl quarter, Pro Bowl rookie quarterback who led his team back to the postseason. Yeah, I still don't think the quarterback's that good. So that's uh, I know, but the facts say he was a Pro Bowl rookie quarterback not, who I'm led not his team say to the postseason. Nice about a guy that I don't think is that good. It's not and... nice. It's a fact. Okay, like good for him. He was like the eighth alternate and he got to the Pro Bowl. Good for him. I don't like. What, what did Mac Jones do to you in your dreams? Nothing. How did he hurt you, young boy? Nothing. Show me on the Shime doll so, where Mac Jones touched people you. Overrated his season so 100%. much. You're you're a hundred percent. But exactly. don't tell and me he's not a good thing. 
He's not a good part of the team. You're not hopeful about him if you I'm not hopeful. I don't think he's going to grow at all. Like he is what he is. He's Chad Pennington. It's not nothing's going to change. He might get marginally better, but marginally better isn't going to get you past the Buffalo Bills in Chad the wild Pennington. card round. Chad Pennington the second best quarterback in the AFC East other than Tom Brady over the last two decades just by the way. Until I now. I mean Josh Allen? Until now. Yeah, okay, okay, until now, got it. Well, it was 20 years, and you well, picked yeah, the, the guy AFC who was stunk. the best. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, the Patriots could roll out of bed and win the AFC East every no, single year. To be fair, it's hard to play quarterback in the NFL, and I think that's what you are doing. I you're mean, holding Mac Jones to a Brady AFC standard, not an NFL we all standard. really like. But you're holding him to a standard that isn't fair. Like, How? I'm, I'm not, not holding saying... him to a Tom Brady standard. What are you holding him to? Josh I Allen? No, I'm just holding him. Josh to Allen, a, who might be the most physically gifted quarterback to hit the NFL, not named John Elway. I mean, when your competition is Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, I, I mean, it's like you have to measure up, and he just doesn't to any of these guys. Well, we'll see. Okay, yeah. And I mean, you, again, you have. Drew Brees doesn't measure up to those guys on? either with the eyeball test. Drew Brees doesn't measure up to those guys. The guy's He's going to go into the Hall of Fame as the all time leading passer and all those crappy records. I, I I understand. I okay. mean, it, like I he measure up, sure, yeah, height wise, but his resume sure does. It wasn't really a height thing. He's lost his belly, by the way. Quick update on Mac Jones, much leaner. Although the him. comment of the day, I thought, and I think Shine will appreciate this. He spent about two minutes talking about he lowered his body fat percentage. He learned more about nutrition oh, yeah. this offseason than ever, and he's in much better shape. But quote, I still have to take hits, so I plan on bulking up a little before the season. I was like. Ooh, he's in his bulk phase. That means chocolate chip cookies and gallons of ice cream, baby. <laughs> so, yes, Mac Jones is slim now, but plans on being fat by September, much like me. Well, not fat now. But you know. I'm always fat, so it's fine. Uh, so we can uh, transition whenever, it says in my chat. I, oh my do, you were supposed to send me a 15-minute warning, and you yeah, got I was so a little fired bit, up. I was a little bit busy fighting with you about what it. What are so. we at now? What are we at now? Uh, 17. I can't make you the timekeeper. You get all passionate, ripping the Patriots. Hey, you know. So this is another passionate edition of the Six Rings podcast. If you want to interact with us, tell Shime he's a boob. Tell me I'm a boob. I like boobs. Maybe Fitzy's a boob. We're all boobs. Any of that, Twitter, it's at Six Rings Pod, the number six, not the word Shime likes me to remind you. Yep. And Six Rings Pod at gmail.com. Later in the show, we'll have a couple listener questions via email and i always emphasize we want to be a global patriots community when they go to germany next year with sebastian volmer we want the german fans to be able to interact with us your gmail is the easiest way other than twitter to contact fitzy myself or shine okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.